Okay, okay. Like I said, uh, the title of this uh, teaching tonight is uh, it's a prophetic teaching. All right. And the title is 2022, the year of greater works. The year of greater works. And I really encourage everyone to write down what you will hear tonight because you will not remember everything. And I've been excited to share this word with as many people as possible. Uh, I think for those who know us, it has been our practice uh, to seek the Lord the link. for his heart and his direction uh, for the coming year. We do that every year. Our pastoral staff, we take time, you know, even before the new year comes, we take time to listen to the Lord and really uh, listen to his heart. Uh, and God has really been so faithful. He has sent his word for 2022. And although this word is specifically for our church, it is also for those who will believe. And he said that to me, no? It's not exclusively for our local church. I can share it to as many people as possible because God wants this no, for his church. And for those who will believe it, okay, you will be able to experience it this year. All right? So I want you to take note at the very start, okay? At the very start, it will really take faith, faith to receive all the promises of God. Why? Because the prophetic word and the promises of God are not automatic. I've been saying that for years, okay? It's not enough to just listen to it. You've got to be actively, uh, actively hearing it so you can believe it and receive it for your life, all right? That's why God said it is impossible to please God without faith. Okay, and that's so important. That's so important to realize at this point. So the prophetic word again, I'll share it. Okay, the prophetic word that we heard, no, is this. Those are the very words. 2022, the year of greater works. So in fact, no. Those words, no? Those words were heard by Pastor Adang, no? Pastor Adang. And then, when she asked further what the Lord meant by greater works, this is what the Lord said, no? Greater works in the kingdom of God and greater works in our finances, Okay? Greater works in the kingdom of God and greater works in our finances. Now, to further clarify that, okay, it means he will do things for you, greater works for you first, and he will also do greater works through you. God wants us to walk in this prophetic work. God wants you to experience the greater things he has in store for you, all right? So as an introduction, I want to lay this foundation again. No? This, lay this foundation early this year 
so you'll not forget it. It's in uh, John 16, 13. John 16, 13. Okay. So even though I'm reading it, I really encourage you to also read it with me. So you will be sure it's not my words. It's God's words. Just read it along with me. John 16, 13. It says there, but when the spirit of truth comes, he will lead you into all truth. He will not speak his own words. He will speak only what he hears and will tell you what will happen in the future. That's the ERV version. He will tell you what will happen in the future. In another version, it said, he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. Okay, I love that version. Now, what is he saying? No? He's saying that when the spirit comes, everybody knows the spirit has already come and is now dwelling you know, inside every believer's, every believer's heart. So the Holy Spirit is inside of us today. And he's called the spirit of truth, according to that verse. No? And what is he capable of doing? Two things, okay? Two things. One is he's able to lead you into all truth. That's so important. He'll able to guide you into all truth because he's the spirit of truth. And when the Bible says all truth, it doesn't only mean truth about God. It also means truth about everything in your life, okay? Truth about spiritual things, all areas of this life. He will lead and guide you into that, okay? So we are children of the truth. We are not children of the lie. Okay, and the spirit of truth is living inside of us. This is what, um, what we're going to emphasize on. The Holy Spirit has the capacity to tell us what's in our future. Okay? Now, he does that on a personal level. One, he guides you and he give, give, uh, give you a glimpse of your future. All right. That's why we're able to know our calling. We're able to know our purpose on the earth because he's able to show us a glimpse of our future. Now, but on a corporate level, when he wants to give direction for the church and he wants to reveal his heart to the church, he now begins to speak to his modern day prophets. Okay. That's what he does. He gives a prophetic word for the year, okay, through his prophets. And if it's a real prophecy, okay, that means it will always be confirmed by the word of God. The final authority that will tell all of us that if a prophetic word is it's bonafide, it's real, it's true. It's confirmed by the word of God, all right? So that's what we're going to do. So God told us the prophetic word. Let us now dig into the word of God. Now, in order to prepare us for what's coming this year, God now has given us four things, okay? Four things to expect to happen in this year of greater words. 
I will only discuss two, but he has, uh, <clears throat> he has guided us in the word of God that there are four things to expect this year so we can experience the greater works that he has for us. Okay, are you ready? I will only uh, reveal two tonight, okay? The first thing, okay, the first thing you can expect to happen this year. Are you ready? Okay, is this. Because it's the year of greater works, 2020 is the year of the new. Write that down. 2020 is the year of the new. N-E-W. New. All right? Let's start. Isaiah 42 verse 9. Okay, you read with me, all right? Isaiah 42, verse 9. It says there, Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare. Before they spring forth, I will tell you of them. Okay? What is God saying in Isaiah 42, verse 9? He's saying there, I am telling you, New things are going to happen in the future. What kind of things? New things are going to happen in 2022. So when God does the greater works this year, he's going to bring new things in your life. Expect that to happen. Okay? According to the prophetic word. Now, he's also saying through that verse, okay, uh, these new things will replace what happened before. Did you see the phrase, the former things have come to pass? That's what it says. The former things have come to pass, which means the greater works that he will do this year, the new things that he will do for you specifically and, and for his children will replace the things that happened before, okay? That's good news. In other words, no? I want you to get the spirit of what God is trying to say. No? In other words, we are really entering into a brand new season in the kingdom of God. We're entering into it, a brand new season. Now, if you have spent considerable time in the presence of God, continuously abiding in the Lord, you will sense this in your spirit, okay? That God is bringing us into a brand new season. A brand new season filled with new things, greater things that you've never experienced before. Okay, so that's 2022. You know, many, many people are asking today, many, they're asking themselves, they're speaking to one another, they're saying, you know, when, when will this pandemic end? Will it really end? You know, those are the questions. Now, even Christians, 
when will it end? It's on the third year, all right? And some are saying, is this really the new normal? Is the church supposed to accept things as they are? And those are valid questions, okay? Because people are really asking, okay? The good news is, okay, the good news is not in the kingdom of God. There are new and greater things in store for the church, okay? You've got to differentiate between the kingdom of God the destiny of the church from the destiny of the world and from the destiny of the Jews. It says there in, the, in Corinthians, we don't have time for that, but there's a verse that says that God has plans. He has different three kinds of plans and destinies for three kinds of people. No, one is for the world. Another is for his church, the kingdom of God. And the other one is for the Jews or Israel. Okay. So as far as the kingdom of God is concerned, this verse is saying, you know, there are new things in store. Say bye-bye. All right. You can say bye-bye to the previous season, to 20, especially 2020 and 2021 when the pandemic hit. This world okay you can say bye-bye to it why because the word of god says so why because the prophetic word says so okay and we have to thank the lord that he has plans for his church okay all right in fact no in fact in daniel 2 21 no we'll not go there but in daniel 2 21 you just write this down it says there, God changes the times and the seasons. He changes them. Okay? I, I like another version. It says there, he sets in motion the times and the ages. I love that, no? God sets things in motion. Okay? What does that mean? He's always ahead of us. He's ahead of the church. Why? He's the good shepherd who is always before us, right? He's ahead of the world. He's definitely ahead of Satan, all right? So he sets things in motion, all right? And now he's setting new things in motion for the church, all right? That's so important. It's so important that you get this in your spirit and in your heart, all right? Because God is doing a new thing. We're entering, once again, a brand new season. Now, let's go back to Isaiah 42, verse 9. It also says there, no, our verse, Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. In other words, God tells us things to come before it happens, okay? Before it happens, before you see it with your own eyes. Now, my question to all of you, no? Maybe you can put it in the chat box. I will see it later anyway, no? Why does he do that? 
why does God reveal the future to us? Why does the Holy Spirit, why, why is that one of the role that he has in the church? Okay. And you can place it there, no? Or you can write it down. And I'll give you just two major ones tonight, why he does that. Okay. And I, I'm sure God will tell you other things, no? But there are two major things. One is to stir up. Very good, Tasha. I see, I see that. To prepare us. Amen. You're right on the dot. Okay. Okay. But the first one is to stir up our faith. To stir up our faith. Because in Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ or the word of God. Okay? That's how faith comes. You've got to hear a word. So if God wants to build up the faith of the church and we're supposed to live by faith, what does he do? He sends a word. That's what he does. He sends a word every day. And he even sends a word for the prophetic year. Why? Because he wants us to start the year in faith. Not in fear. Not in doubt. Not in unbelief. But he wants us to rise up in faith. That's why he gives his prophetic word. He gives his daily word. So that means, no? Even if we may hear bad news, and I will tell you, you will hear bad news. There will always be bad news in the world. But that's okay. Even if you hear them, even they say there are, there's uh, new cases of Omicron, for example. Or there's a new viral, how do you say, variant that's coming. Or there's stricter lockdowns. No, that's going to be imposed on us. Even if you hear the bad news, this is what I want us all to remember, okay? These are only words of men. These are words of men. They are not words of God. They're not words of God. And let's... Let's be clear about this, no? On the onset of this year, God had nothing to do with the sickness that troubled this world in this pandemic. He has nothing to do with that, okay? He has nothing to do with the sufferings that is happening now because of the pandemic. And not only individually, not only in families, but in all nations, no? Rabito, it's really global. Okay? But whatever bad thing is happening, definite yon. No? Be sure in your heart. God has nothing to do with that. No? And that's good news. If it did not come from him, the bad, the bad things, no? you can expect good things from him. All right? So... By now, no, by now, no, I'll call you church, no, we, we are actually, we have different local denominations, we belong to different churches, local, but we, but as far as Jesus is concerned, we are one church, we are one body, and by now, as a church, we must have a basic knowledge 
of or discernment of what comes from God and what comes from Satan. Basic. Like John 10.10. 10. Jesus already said, remember? He said, I have come to give you life and life in abundance. But the thief has come. And what he has done, what is he doing? He's, he's stealing, he's killing, he's destroying. So anything that you see in the world that is stolen or that has something to do with death and destruction, definitely that is not coming from God. The author of that, uh, the one behind that is Satan. All right? So let's be clear with that. And, and, he, and he wants us to know that so that as Christians, by now we know where to realign. We have to realign ourselves to God and resist the devil, okay? Realign to God, resist the devil. That's what we have to do. We're still not in heaven, all right? One day we will be, praise God. One day we'll just keep on rejoicing there, all right? But now, because there's tribulation in the world, we need to learn to, uh, uh, to develop this skill, no? this spiritual skill of realigning ourselves to God and resisting the devil. Realigning to the works of God and resisting the works of the devil. There's two. We just don't accept everything. Amen? Is that an amen? No? You can raise your hand or whatever. You can put that on the screen. You can thumbs up. You know, whatever. Amen? We don't accept everything. Amen? We only, as children of God, as children of the light who lives in this dark world, we, live, uh, we only accept, amen, that which comes from our good father. Amen. We only accept, amen, those things which are good and noble and praiseworthy. And, you know, everything that comes from the kingdom of God. Every kind of blessing. But the curse, we will never accept. This pandemic, we will never, ever accept because this is not from God. And even if the world says we've got to accept it, this is the new normal, no church, it's about time we say, no, we're not accepting that. This is not my portion. This is not my inheritance. My inheritance is the blessings of Christ. The blessings in Christ, not the curse. Remember? Get this in your spirit. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us. Redeemed. What does that mean? You know, taken us out of the curse. Jesus, by the cross, Okay, has taken us out of this pandemic and we should not think or have a pandemic mentality. Amen. Is that an amen, guys? You know, because we belong to the kingdom of God. By now, we must differentiate already. Differentiate the kingdom of light from the domain of darkness. No? Colossians 1, 12 and 13. So, Another reason why he's telling us the future, 
Okay? So don't be afraid of prophetic words because it's so important, especially nowadays. Okay? Especially nowadays. Uh, <clears throat> and, and when I say the prophetic word, anything that he reveals about your life that concerns the future or even that concerns tomorrow or next week that's prophetic in nature okay that's prophetic in nature so another reason why uh he tells us of things to come or he tells the future to his children is found in a very very familiar verse but you know we can get something out of this in Jeremiah 29 11. I know you know this. Okay. In NIV, I will just read it again. In NIV, for I know the plans I have for you. Okay. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. In the King James, I love the King James. I want you to hear this. It says there, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. I love that. No, to give you an expected end. So, why does God tell us the future? According to this verse, He has promised to give us hope, hope for the future. No, what does that mean? Hope for the future. In the King James, it means. He promised to give us an expected end. Amen. What is that? What do you mean by expected end? It is something that doesn't hit you by surprise. Why? Because you already know it. You know the end. You know the future. For, you know, because that's who God is. God knows the end from the beginning. Isaiah 46.10. He knows the end from the beginning and he speaks to us prophetically and listen to this okay this is the second reason so we can realign our lives to his heart and to his agenda for 2022 that's the second no why does he reveal the future not just to stir up us stir our faith but to realign our lives to his heart and to his agenda for 2022 okay not human agenda okay not anyone's agenda not even satan's agenda but god's agenda okay so let's look at another verse right again a very familiar verse but this familiar verse is loaded with revelations okay loaded siya. second corinthians 5 17 i know you know that i think you've memorized it but i'll say it again okay therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation the old has passed away no? similar language to isaiah the old have passed away behold all things take note all things have become new okay so when we hear that verse diba i mean when we hear that verse automatically we just 
uh, remember the new birth. But we just apply it to the day we received the Lord as our Savior and we got born again. Diba? That's what we remember. All right? But I want you to know this verse doesn't only apply to that day. This verse applies to every day of our lives, okay, while we're here on earth. All right? Now, I'll give you, this is where it get, gets exciting. I'll give you the Greek meaning of the word new. New, okay? I, for, I forgot the Greek word, but I wrote down the Greek meaning. One, when, you, when it says all things have become new, one is previously non-existent. Previously non-existent. Because of Christ and because you are in Christ, God made available to you new things that was never part of your life before. Okay? Did you get that? Okay. Because you are in Christ, God has made available to you new things that was never part of your life before. That's what it means all things have become new. Previously, non existed hallelujah so you can expect that that's second corinthians 5 17 all right that's not anymore old testament that's the new testament all right that's confirming the old another another greek meaning of the word new in second corinthians 5 17 all things have become new is unprecedented unprecedented okay what does that mean Things that you've never experienced before or have been done in your life. Hallelujah. Things that you've never experienced before or have been done in your life. This is that year. Get it into your heart, okay? Really new things. Third, meaning of new. Of a new kind. Of a new kind. Different, new kind. It's really a brand new season, my friends. No? It's really a brand new season of a new kind. Another meaning, unheard of. This is important. Unheard of. When God says it's new, you will not hear it in the news media. You will not hear it in social media. You'll definitely not hear it in Facebook, all right? <laughs> because this is new, this is good news coming from the kingdom of God. And this is made in the kingdom of God. It's not made in the world. And it's going to give you these new things in your life from God the Father. Another, no, the last meaning of new is uncommon or far different from where, what they were before. Hallelujah, I love this. Uncommon. You want to see uncommon things this year? Far different from this pandemic? Huh? Praise God. That's what it's saying. Okay? God is going to bring you those uncommon, far different things 
from what they were before, from, from this pandemic, okay? So deep down, actually, you know, deep down, this is what we really want to happen, isn't it? This is what we want to happen deep down as Christians. There's a yearning in our hearts. If you really go deep into your heart no, and forget about your circumstances, okay? And go back to who you are and go back to the promises of God. There's a deep yearning for the things of God. And these things of God are new. They're unheard of. They're uncommon. They're far different from what they were before. They are unprecedented. Amen? You know? They They are previously non-existent. Praise God, no? So... You've got to remember now all these things God has prepared for 2022. He has prepared it. It's uh, everything is in store. You know, remember, I, I just remember now Ephesians 1 3, 1 3, and God has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in Christ. That's it, no? It has been prepared in the spirit. It's prepared in the kingdom of God. But you've got to remember all these things, the prophetic word, the promises of God, will only happen to a Christian if you take it by faith. Okay? All things happen when you take it by faith in God, in his word, and in his prophecy. You were saved by faith. And if you're saved by faith, you're going to be healed by faith. You're going to be delivered by faith. God is going to bring you into a new season by faith. Everything is by faith in the kingdom of God because that's our part and God's part is amazing grace. Amazing grace. No, he has given, he has prepared new things for us. 2022, for, for you to experience the greater works of God, 2022 will be the year of the new. Okay? The year of the new. So, like I said, no, there are four things to expect in this Four things, to, four things to expect that will happen this year because it's the year of greater works. That's one. And the second one is this. I'll tell you next week, three and four, okay? The second one is this. 2020 is the year of divine reversal, okay? For God to do his greater works, is going to bring reversals into our lives, into the lives of people. This is the year of divine reversal. Hallelujah. Now, look at Isaiah 43, verses 18 to 19. Isaiah 43, verses 18 to 19. Now, it starts off with this. Verse 18, okay? It says there, verse 18, in the Passion Translation, stop dwelling on the past. Don't even remember 
these former things. In the New King James, it's saying, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Now, it's time to obey this word, this word, okay, in verse 18. Let's listen to this word and obey it. God is saying, stop dwelling on the past. Do not remember the former things. Because, why, no? Because before you can embrace the new, you've got to stop paying attention to what happened. That's what he's saying. If you want to embrace the new and the greater works of God, you've got to do this first. Stop paying attention to what happened. Okay? Or you'll be stuck in the past. Hi, Chessie. Or you'll be stuck in the past. Okay? Did you get that? No. We're not denying that it happened. But God said, that's the past. All right? That's the past. Don't dwell on it. Stop paying attention to it. Okay? So you can embrace the new things he has in store for you. So for that, for those who are just coming now, okay, the title of this, the prophetic word is 2020, the year, uh, the year of greater works, the year of greater works, all right? Anyway, this is recorded. Just upload this again, no? This is recorded. The year of greater works, and for us to embrace for us to experience the greater works, we already said, again, there are four things that we're going to expect to happen this year. One is it's called, God will bring new things into our lives. We discussed that already. And this is the second one. Uh, it, God, this year is going to be the year of divine reversal. Divine reversal. So we are in Isaiah 43, verses 18 to 19. Okay? And it's saying there, Stop dwelling in the past. Again, no? for those who are new or have come in, stop, dwell, stop paying attention to it. That's finished. The former thing is gone. Behold, the new thing has come. New things have already come. All things have become new, according to 2 Corinthians 5.17. You've got to stop paying attention or else you'll be stuck. Okay, You'll be stuck in the past and you'll be stuck in this pandemic. And no one wants to be stuck here. No one. All right? So, if you're, uh, and that's not what God wants, okay? Everybody still has a choice. Like I said, okay, I will say it again. When you hear the word of God, when he speaks to you, okay, and when he gives a prophetic word, that word that you hear from the lord that prophetic word will not will not come to pass until you receive it by faith okay all right i need to ask everyone to unmute themselves because we're recording okay all right hi lisi hi bullet hi chessie okay but i need you to unmute all right so, uh, like I was saying, you've got to stop paying attention. Now, 
the Lord reminded I I love telling this story okay and I I think I've said it a hundred times before no to you guys in the Bible study but God reminded me of this again okay because it is so appropriate for what we're talking about you know about not dwelling in the past and uh, he reminded me of my missionary friend a very very good friend of mine who died years ago and she died very young she had cancer and she was very close to me and after she died of cancer I got sick and then when I got sick you know uh they, uh, I entered into, I entered the hospital. I was in a semi ward, and I was placed beside a fourteen-year-old kid who had cancer. No, and and of course, when they when they found out I was a missionary, the father asked me to pray for her. So of course, no, you're cordial. Uh, you're a missionary, you want to pray for people. So I said to the father, yeah, yeah, of course I will pray for her. But you know, deep down, I struggled. I really struggled. I asked the Lord, Lord, how, how on earth can I pray for this 14-year-old cancer uh, girl when just weeks before my friend died of cancer? What will I tell her? You know, I was really, I was really in a dilemma. Okay. And then I and then I was saying, I was saying to the Lord, and hey, look at me, Lord, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm in the hospital. Why, why will she believe me? Okay. And I cannot ever forget what the Lord told me up to this day. And he told me, he said to me, You've got to forget what happened to Connor Rose. Forget it, he said. Just like what Isaiah 43 is saying. Do not remember. Forget it. And then he said, go back to the world. So, while having my dextrose, while on the hospital bed, I got my Bible. I went through the world. And guess what? The word did not change. It's still the same. The world may be changing. People may be changing. Circumstances may be harsh, difficult, stressful. But the word, the word is eternal. And when I went back to Jesus, and when I went back to the cross, I knew my answer. I knew my answer. So that's what I told the, so that's what I told the, you know, her name is Joy. That's what I told Joy. And to make the long story short, she believed the gospel. She got saved and she got healed of cancer when we prayed for her. Okay. Hallelujah. No, hallelujah talaga. Hallelujah. Up to now, I am amazed. I'm amazed. Because it has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with the goodness of God. It has everything to do with his heart for humanity. God is 
love and he delivers and he saves and he heals and that's 2022 for you new things are bound to happen in 2022 that's what he said and for us to ride on on this prophetic word no of great the greater works of god no being revealed this year we've got to stop paying attention to the pandemic and start paying attention to the cross and what he did and to Jesus and on the word of God. Because that, my dear friends, will never change. You can bank your life on it. It will never change. It will never fail you. It, God will do what he says he will do. And for those who will believe this year, this year they will experience truly greater works that God will do for them and God will do through them, all right? Okay, I'm getting excited, all right? The natural things of this world, hallelujah. You know, when things were getting darker, I was so happy I was a Christian. I am so elated that I have God in my life and I have the word of God and Jesus is for me. I've never seen the Bible to be so true now than ever before. And you've got to remember, you know, my dear, dear sisters and brothers, you've got to remember the natural things of this world can never change. The eternal word of God, because he is the word. Jesus is the living word and you will never change him and you will never change the victory he has won on the cross. Amen. Okay. Okay. I've stopped teaching. I'm preaching, but that's okay. We're in the prophetic and spirit here. So I hope you're getting that practically. This is what we need to do. Okay. According to that verse in Isaiah 43, do not revisit some things you have seen in this pandemic. You've got to stop revisiting it. Don't keep rehearsing it in your mind. Okay. Don't Forget it, okay? Because it will just bring, bring anxiety. It will just bring stress. It will just bring fear to another level, okay? And you will not move in faith. Remember, this is the good news. God has a different plan for his people and God's kingdom, you know? And you can be proud of this as Christian. God's kingdom will always be greater than the domain of darkness in this world. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. No? So, my dear friends, God has never forgotten you. And he has never forgotten his covenant promises with you. No? No. Now, look at, uh, okay. I've not tackled the divine reversal. No, but it's here. Okay, verse 19. Okay, the year of divine reversal. Verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. There again, new. I told you what it means, new. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will, this, this one I love. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Rivers in the desert. Okay, if you picture this, if you start picturing road in the wilderness, rivers in this desert, it speaks so much of the miraculous. 
doesn't it? It speaks so much of the supernatural. Or God is going to begin to give us divine reversals. Divine reversals. Amen? That's 2020 for you. Why? Because it's the year of greater works. 2020 is about divine reversals. Amen? And, and although we have seen and experienced some harsh and bad things that has happened in this global pandemic, God is saying he's going to reverse. He's going to reverse. Watch out. Watch out for the divine reversals of God this year. Watch out for the divine reversals he's going to do for you. He's going to do for your family. He's going to do for your local churches. He's going to do, no? Because he loves his people. He loves his people and he loves mankind. He's going to do divine. Now, many of us, many of us, no? These past two years or even before that, many of us has, have gone through desert-like experiences, no? Desert-like. And even that, no, all those experiences you had, God wants to reverse that, okay? To start expecting, no matter how difficult it was, all right? No matter how frustrating, no matter how stressful it was, God is able to make a way in the wilderness. We have a song. I will not sing in rivers in the desert. Okay. So let's begin to have a different mindset. Okay. Paradigm shift. That's what Romans 12:2 is talking about. Paradigm shift. Do not conform anymore to this world. Be conformed to the, you know, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Paradigm shift. Realign yourself to the word of God, to his prophetic heart this year, and you will see the supernatural, and you'll begin to see divine reversals in your life. The key is, if you believe, just believe on the word of God. Now, from now on, that's why I know from now on, if we want to walk in this tremendous, no, tremendous and amazing plan of God for 2020. No, we need to choose what, whose words we are going to listen to. Listen to me. You've got to choose whose words you're going to listen to. Is it the words of men or the word of God? There are only two choices in this life. Words of men, words of God. Okay? And not only who you're going to listen to, but whose words are you going to speak? Whose words are you going to declare and proclaim? Why am I saying that? For death and life, in the power of the tongue. God has given 
the children of God, the power to determine their future by their words. You've got to get this. This is so important this year. Okay? This is so important. It's so important who you listen to and what you speak. Okay? Because Jesus said, you will have what you continually say. Not once in a while when you're spirit, uh, feeling spiritual, but what you really believe in your heart. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. All right? So it's time. It's time. That's why we're doing this. Okay? In fact, we're going to make it a series, you know, just for a few, several weeks, so that this prophetic word will really be embedded in our hearts. And this is what we're going to meditate on. This, this is what we're going to speak on. So it will now uh, realign our whole year, okay? Our whole year. Because God has already told us the end from the beginning. Now, as our last passage, and this is so timely, this passage is so timely. I can't believe how timely it is because God gave me a passage that uh, pictures no, an analogy in scripture that pictures what we are all going through worldwide. Okay, are you ready? Okay, are you ready? Now, this is our last. So this is very appropriate. Very familiar verse, but we're going to, for many, many weeks, we're going to dig deep here. Mark 10, verses 46 to 52. Okay, this is our last passage. And get familiar with it. Meditate on it from now on. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you're going to do something after this Bible study. Okay? You're going to do something very important. Mark 10, 46 to 52. Okay. Now, before I say this verse, okay? <clears throat> because this is the spirit of this verse. Because of the harshness, the difficulties, the stress that we all went through in this pandemic, or even before that, okay? God has seen it, and now God wants to do something special for you. Okay? God is a compassionate God. There, there may be a time where you think he's not doing anything, or he may be silent in the world. But church, wait for this year. God's going to rise up because he's going to start doing something special for his people. And through his people, it will flood the world. Okay? Union. All right? So let's start. No? Mark 10, verses 46 to 52. I hope you're still all there. Right? <clears throat> now, Verse 46, now they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, naming Jesus, and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Okay, we know the main character, Jesus, blind Bartimaeus. 
Now, we don't know, the scripture is not saying, we don't know how long he has been sitting on that road, uh, experiencing the harshness of life, the difficulty of life, being blind, begging, being poor. We don't know how long it's been there. He's been there. Okay? And like many of us, you know, at least for these past two years, all of us, not many, all of us have experienced some kind of difficulty. You know? It is the most stressful two years of our entire lives. Don't you agree with me? It's the most stressful two years, okay, for the whole world, in our generation, okay? And up to now, you're hearing it. Many are getting sick. Some are dying, and many have died all over the world, okay? Many are separated from their loved ones. There are divisions that have, ha have happened, divisions in families, divisions in churches, divisions in friendships. We, in a way, have all been in a road of difficulty. We have been in a road of need, like Bartimaeus. Okay? And not only that, many also have experienced some sort of blindness, no? Some sort. Like many are asking, but I really don't know. I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know what lies ahead. I don't know what God is speaking. Even Christians, you can hear it. You can hear it from the churches, you know? They're trying to survive. They're trying to, you know, hang on to the Lord, you know, in faith. But they don't know. They don't know what's ahead. Um, and who is really telling the truth? There are so many sides. You, in anything, I can't believe it. No, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen it. I've heard it. Two sides in the church, two sides, two sides in science, two sides in the medical field, two sides between friends, two sides. There's two sides. And we're in this... <laughs> We're in the, in the middle of who's telling the truth, you know, and we've got to practice our discernment and practice, you know, uh, you know, we have been stretched, you know, I don't know about you, but I have been stretched, you know. Lila said duality. Yeah, we've been faced with duality. That is so true. No, that is so true. And um, so in a way, no, we can all identify, the good thing, we can identify with Bartimaeus. Amen? And because Bartimaeus speaks so much of what is happening to us, we can learn from him. We can uh, get wisdom from this scripture, okay, so that we can know what to do, all right? So the good news about this is this. No matter uh, what road you've been on these past years or these past two years, Jesus himself is on that same road, okay? Ready to meet you and bring you into a whole new 2022. We see that in your spirit. 
This is not only a prophetic word, this is a prophetic teaching. You've got to receive this in your spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Say, just say amen to the Lord. Lord, whatever you did to Bartimaeus, do it to me. Say that, you know, because he's on that same road you are in right now and he's ready to meet your needs. Amen. So verse 47, verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. Okay, take note of that. He began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Notice, first thing, he heard, he heard, he heard it was Jesus. And he, it reminded him, although he cannot see, it reminded him of the news that he heard about Jesus. That Jesus can open blind eyes. That Jesus can heal the sick. That Jesus can cast out demons. That Jesus can walk on water. Can, Jesus can multiply the bread and the fish. And he remembered that. You know? And, and although he's blind naturally, he wasn't blind spiritually. Amen? He wasn't blind spiritually. So it's so important. Like I said, it's so important what you hear what you hear because when you hear what comes from god faith will arise faith will arise you will know it's from him because the faith that god deposited in your heart will start bubbling forth from you okay that's natural for the christian okay but if it's just news just from anyone it doesn't produce any faith. In fact, it will make you question things. It, you go into the rational realm, into the realm of the mind, not in the spirit. I hope you're understanding me, all right? So it's so important what you hear right. If you hear right, you will have a right result, a tremendous result, a miraculous result, okay? Notice too what he did. What he did? He cried out okay did you notice that now a lot of people i know a lot of people are crying out to god a lot of people are um, praying but i want you to know his cry is very different it's the kind of cry that got jesus attention you like that you like that kind of prayer it got jesus attention no in a way you already know it wasn't a cry of complaining it wasn't a cry of unbelief or even fear what is it notice what he said jesus son of david have mercy on me okay he called jesus son of david why is that so important no sayang naka-unmute kayo but you know think about it why is that so important to call jesus son of david because son of david is the title given 
to the Messiah. It's a messianic title, okay? That means when Bartimaeus shouted, it means he believed, he believed his covenant with God and he believed the covenant promises. In other words, his cry was a cry of faith. Just cry of faith, okay? He believed Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ. He believed that he is the only one who can solve his problem. Fantastic, you know? In spite of everything that has happened to him, in spite of being poor, having nothing, can you imagine? In spite of not seeing, no? Tayo, all of us can see, no? In spite of his lingering condition, he believed only because of what he heard. Amen? He believed only because of what he heard. Hallelujah. That is what God or got Jesus' attention. That's what got Jesus' attention. I want to say to all of us, as children of God, we have the privilege, the right to cry out to God because we have a covenant relationship with him and he has made covenant promises to us. Amen? Amen? Huh? And uh, can you imagine? It's a covenant in the blood of Jesus, ratified in the blood of Jesus Christ, which is powerful than any force in this world. That's our covenant. That's why God will never break his covenant because of the blood, because of that great sacrifice. Amen. And God, and Jesus doesn't want his sacrifice to be in vain. He did that because he wants to do things for humanity. He wants to save. He wants to redeem. He wants to deliver. He wants to heal. Let us not forget that. And this year, we will see more of that. Amen? We will see more and more of that. Now, it's like you know, God reminded me while I was meditating on this again. He reminded me of young David. No, the Messiah was the son of David. Young David, when he faced Goliath, he was just 17 years old. 17. Okay. And look at his situation. No? They were faced with a mighty army, with a giant whose name is Goliath. And can you imagine? The whole army was afraid. All of them, including the king. Okay. That's how bad it was. All right, and uh, and they were fearing for their lives because they're in their heads. They're about to be killed by this mighty army. Okay, but what did David say? <laughs> I will just remind all of us what he said. Okay, that little boy, teenager. This is what he said: "For who is this uncircumcised?" Philistine, that he should defy 
the armies of the living God. What is he saying? Who is this giant who dare come against the people of God? What is this pandemic who dare come against the people of God? Who is this COVID-19 that they're saying that dare put sickness on our bodies and kill some of our brethren? Who is this? Amen. And David is saying, I have a covenant relationship with him. That Goliath, our pandemic, has nothing to do with God. That Goliath has nothing to do with God. He has no covenant relationship. And because of that, I will triumph over him. That's the good news. Amen. That's the good news. Because God has nothing to do with this pandemic. And we don't belong in this world. And we... And, um, and of course, because we belong to God, we can overcome this pandemic. Amen? Is that an amen? I hope that's an amen. Okay? I hope that's an amen. Hallelujah. This, okay, uh, this should be our attitude for the entire year. Okay? Let's develop this attitude, this overcoming attitude that will never give up. I will never give up, that will never give in until victory is ours. If you want to see greater works for this year, you've got to have not only a part, only got to have not only a paradigm shift. But the good news is, if you have a paradigm shift, even your attitudes will change. You will have an overcoming attitude. Overcoming attitude. That says, you know, I will have victory over this. I will have victory over this. Look at, Bar look at Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus, his faith was on the Son of God, the Messiah. That's why he boldly cried out. That's where you'll get your boldness this year. The more you fix your eyes on Jesus, the more you fix your eyes on the covenant promises, you'll get bolder and bolder by the day. Hallelujah. Okay? You'll not be overwhelmed anymore by this giant that came upon our lives. No, not anymore. We're not supposed to be under. We're supposed to be above. We are, what does it say in Deuteronomy 28? We're above only and not beneath. Correct? We're above only and not beneath. We have no business being under any circumstance. We've got to overcome. Amen? Is that over, you know? And you have that kind of spirit in you. Greater is he who is in you. You are born of the same spirit of God. Amen. So you're born from his spirit, actually. So you have that kind of boldness in you when your faith is redirected to the words of God. Now, he said, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. He's saying, 
Lord, I do not deserve it. That's what he's saying. He recognizes, but, but he recognizes he has a covenant of mercy and love with God. That's what we have in Christ. Never forget that. We have a covenant of mercy and love with God. Always. Even if you don't feel it sometimes, but we always have it. And if you understand that, and if you understand that deeply in your heart, then you will pray more this year like Bartimaeus. You will cry out all the more. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. You are a God who is good, full of compassion, gracious, great in mercy. You are good to all. Papa, you are good to all. Huh? So that's what we have in Christ. We can cry all the more. And this is the year of our crying out. It is not the year to be silent anymore. Okay? It's, what do I mean by that? God is waiting for our voices to be heard. Heard in prayer. Heard in prayer. He wants to hear you in prayer. Cry out to him in faith. He wants, uh, he wants uh, to hear what's coming out of your mouth when you're not praying anymore. Okay? He wants to hear your voice. And when you're in prayer, like Bartimaeus, remind him of what he said. Like him. Son of David. Where did he get that? From the covenant. From the covenant. Remember? So remind God every time you pray this year. Don't forget this. Every time you pray this year. Pray like Bartimaeus. Remind of what God has said. You may say, Lord, I may not feel that I'm healed. But you said in 1 Peter 2.24, by whose stripes we were healed. Say that to God. Say that to God, if not for anyone else. Amen? Amen? Say it to him. Say to him, Lord, I believe your words, even if I don't see it, even if I don't feel it. Even if other people are saying otherwise, this is what you say, Lord, because you, I believe. Amen. You may, you may uh, feel that you don't have so much financially. You can say that, Lord, I'm lacking today. I have so much need today. But Lord, you said, Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches not according to this world according to his riches in glory by christ jesus hallelujah there is no recession in heaven there is no lack in heaven there's no poverty in heaven hallelujah there's no pandemic in heaven amen is that an amen huh? amen praise god so you may even feel, Lord, you know, I've failed many times. 
you may feel that way. Sometimes I feel that. I even tell that to God, Lord, I feel like a failure. But Lord, you said. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. Lord, thank you. You have made me overcome. Doesn't matter how I feel about myself. You see me as an overcome. That's what you see in me. And I'll agree with you, Lord. I will overcome. That's what you say in prayer. That's what you cry out. Lord, have mercy. Because this is what you said. Amen. Amen. Is that an amen again? Yeah. Thank you. I see those smiling faces, those hands up, you know, hands, thumbs up pala. <laughs> so, look at verse 48. No, malapit na tayo. Look at verse 48. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried all the more. I love this about Martinez. Many warned him to be quiet, but he cried all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. This year of greater works, the year of the new, the year of divine reversals, there are some things that will come at you, you know, like you don't know where it came from, but don't let it silence your voice. Are you hearing me? Don't let it silence your voice. Don't let it silence your faith. Shout out your faith to God. Shout out what you believe. Don't remain silent. And even don't even consider how you feel. No? Or don't even consider what you're thinking. All right? Just say what God said. Just believe what God said. Amen? Bartimaeus did not stop, never gave up. And we've got to have that kind of spiritual determination not to stop in faith. Okay? Not even for a second. If you are being tempted to be discouraged, to be afraid, catch yourself. Catch yourself at that moment and say, no, no devil, I will not be in unbelief. No devil, I will not be in fear. Amen? Be determined like Bartimaeus. Keep believing this year of greater works until victory and blessing come your way. Don't give up. And I have many more stories of that next week, okay? To encourage you, never allow people to silence what you believe. Stand up for God this year. Remember this. If you stand up for God this year, he will stand up for you. All right? Like I said, everything is conditional. It's up to our response to God. Okay? Stop responding to men. Stop responding to your situation. Just respond to God like Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus ignored his circumstance, ignored everything. His eyes was on the Lord and he spoke to the Lord. Amen? Is that an amen? 
I'm just drilling this over and over because this is the kind of mindset and behavior, you know, and faith that God wants us to have early this, early this year, okay? Verse 49. So Jesus stood still. Hallelujah. I would love him to stand up for me. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Can you imagine? Out of the multitude, he stopped and called for the one who had the boldness to stand in faith. He stopped for one. Will you be that one? Will you be that one? He stopped for one. Amen. One who was bold. One who had faith. Look at 49. I'll continue. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer. Rise. He's calling for you. And I sense this is what he's telling us. Be of good cheer. You know, rise. He's calling for you. Amen. He's calling for you even right now. And what did Bartimaeus do? Throwing aside his garment, he rose and he came to Jesus. So what do we see here? Jesus stepped in to the dark world of Bartimaeus. Guess what, church? 2022 is when the world will see Jesus stepping in. All right? Stepping into our lives, stepping into our families. He will have his rightful place as Lord of our lives. Amen? Is that an amen? It is his year to step in. Shanaman. Okay? Shanaman. Tama na yung kaaway. Si Lord naman. Amen? So, Jesus stood there. Uh, Asa na ba ako? Uh, Jesus stepped in. That's 2022 for you. Then ito, I love this about Bartimaeus. You heard me preach on this, teach on this before. He threw his garment. I, I love this. He threw his garment. Why is that so important? The garment is what identified him as poor and a beggar. Okay? But he threw it off. Church, it's time. It's time. If you want the greater works, you've got to throw off something first. Okay? Okay. Are you still hearing me? Yeah, nawala lang yung video. Oh, it's okay. There. Right? It's time to throw off your burdens, the heaviness of heart. Okay? Throw off the anxieties, throw off the stress. Okay? It's time. It's a brand new season. Throw off the throw off the doubts, the mental pictures of darkness, of what happened. Throw off even you know the cloak. Throw off the labels that the world has put on us. Ano ba yung mga label 
na binigay sa atin. Uh, you are the vax. You are the unvax. Diba? The words, the word, the word of God said, "You are the sick." But what, what did the scripture say? You are the healed. And Satan is trying to get your, get your health, trying to inflict sickness on your body. It's time to throw off the identity, the labels that the world has placed on us. Throw it off. Bartimaeus, even before anything changed in the natural, he threw the garment and he was saying, this is what he's saying, I am no longer blind. That's what, was, that's what he was saying. Look, people, I'm no longer blind. I'm no longer poor. Was he already seeing that time? No. Am I correct? So even though he was still blind, he was declaring to the world, I'm no longer blind. Okay? He was declared, and although he was still poor, he was saying, I'm no longer poor. You cannot place that label on me anymore. I am who God says I am. Amen? I am who God says I am. I am the beloved child of God. I belong to the richest family on, in the universe. I belong to the royal family of God who will eternally, okay, eternally reign with God forever and ever. That's who I am. And as and as a child of God, I'm an heir to the covenant blessings. Amen. Remember who you are, like Bartimaeus, no? He knew who he was. Please say goodbye to the old. Start saying goodbye to it. Once and for all, let Jesus, your Lord, your Savior, usher you in to the new, to the brand new season. And go back to the cross. Go back. Okay? And verse 51 is the key verse. If there's anything that you're going to underline this year, that's your verse. Verse 51. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do? For you. Like I said, because of the difficulties and the stress and the hardships and the harshness of this pandemic of these two years, now God wants to do something for you. Amen. He's asking each and every one of you, you know, Tasha, Beth, Simon, John, Aya, Yamu, Jesse, Zai, Lila, everyone, Ton, Morton. What do you want Jesus to do for you? And he's serious. Okay? Before you can see the greater works, You've got to answer that question. You've got to answer that question. Okay? 
verse 51 said, The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Are you still hearing me? Namawala palagi yung audio. Na-excite yata yung laptop ko. Okay. So, says there, Rabboni, the blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. My question to all of you, did Jesus know that he was blind and that he needed his sight? The obvious answer to that, of course he knew. Of course he knew what Bartimaeus wanted. Diba? My question, so why did he ask him? Ba't kailangan pa niya tanongin? Alam na niya eh. Diba? Alam na niya. But I want you to get this. He wanted Bartimaeus to release his faith. He wanted Bartimaeus to release his faith. It's one thing to believe in your heart. It's another thing to release it to God. Amen. That's why prayer is so important. Prayer is your way of connecting to God. Prayer is your way of releasing your faith. Okay? He gave that right and that privilege so that he can hear our voice. We can speak to him. We can tell him what we want. What? Do you want for me to do for you this year? That's what he's saying. Okay? Don't be afraid to ask when there is already a precedent in the Bible that he asked Bartimaeus what he wanted. Did you know that asking God what you want is a covenant thing? It's part of our covenant. And I'll speak more of that next week. It's part of our covenant with God. He, uh, he, he told us to ask. Ask so you shall receive. Diba sabi ni Jesus yun? Ask so that you shall receive. You've got to ask. And so he wanted Bartimaeus to re release his faith. And another, and don't forget this, he wanted him to choose who to depend on. He wanted Bartimaeus to choose who to depend on. That is so important nowadays. Who are we really depending on to solve our problems to solve this pandemic, to solve those who are sick, those who are dying, who is able to solve it? 
Amen? And Bartimaeus chose the right one. He chose the Messiah. Amen? He chose the Christ. Hallelujah. Verse 52. Hallelujah. Masarap lang namin yun, no? Will you ever choose Jesus? And I know because you love him deep in your heart, you always want to choose him. Forget what happened in the past. Hear me out. You've got to forget it. Jesus is bringing you into the new and he's asking you a question. Okay? And then, uh, look at 52. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Those are the new things you're going to see. I believe it with all my heart. If Satan has placed so much sickness in the world, God will do, will do so much healing in this world that people will say there is only one Lord and there's only one Savior and there's only one healer. Amen? Are you with me? Because that's what I'm expecting. And it says here, immediately he received this sign and followed Jesus on the wall. Hallelujah. Huh? Hallelujah. This is what I believe is going to happen this year. This is the prophetic word of God for all of those who will hear this word. That he is now ready to do greater works for your life and greater works through your life. Amen. If you're ready to go with him and forget the past. Hallelujah. So this is what this, you know, that verse, this is what we will do. All right. This is what we'll do. This is a now word, a prophetic word, and it needs a response. God is asking you tonight. What does, what do you want him to do for you? Yandel, ganda ng, ganda ng iti mo, Yandel. He's asking you that. Okay? Seriously? It's coming from the heart of God. Okay? That's not coming from Pastora. No, we are all in a mess if that's only from me. Alright? But that's coming from the heart of Jesus. He's asking all of us. So this is what we will do. Okay? I will give you an assignment, assignment from heaven. Seriously think tonight, in the coming days, what you want him to do for you in 2022. Okay? Sky's the limit. It's what you want. You understand? It's not what I want. It's what Yandel wants. For her to see this 2022. Okay? It's what Josan wants in her heart. For herself. For her family. For this nation. For this world. Amen? It's what you want. I cannot dictate that. Amen? Are you getting this? You. You will tell God. So from, now, from tonight. 
write down, write down all your hopes, all your dreams. Yes, dream again. Hallelujah. God's giving you that. All your hopes, all your dreams, all your needs, all your desires, write them down. Amen? Everything that you want to happen, everything, you've got to write them down. Ako, I've written it down, you know, and I'm going to add to it. I've written so many already, but I'm going to add to it, okay? For 2022, even the things, no, the things that has disappointed you because you were expecting it to happen in 2020 and 2021 and it did not happen. Well, God is asking you this 2022, you know, even those things once again and start expecting, start expecting. Why? You have an expected end, remember? Okay. Even those things that have not gone the way you want it, but you know, deep down inside of you, it should have happened by now. Ask for it. Amen. All right. No, wala na yung, oh, but God says yes, no, wait. No, that, that's not biblical. Okay. We'll just discuss that later on. But this is what he wants. Please write down your hopes, your dreams, everything, your desires. And, and once again, take it to the cross. Take it to the cross. See what happens. Okay? And, when, and what I mean by that, trust what Jesus did for you on that cross. Remember everything he did. Get the promise of God and trust it. Just believe on it. Amen? And this is the last thing. You got to now release it to him. Okay? Lay it on his hands. Lay it on his peers' hands. I heard of somebody who came from heaven and then the Lord sent him back to earth. He died, but he went back. And he said, he still saw his pierced hands. It's still there. The reminder of what Jesus did for us. Place everything in his hands. Okay? Give it all to him. Fully release it. Because I tell you this. If you do that, if you fully release it, then you will sense faith rising up. Expectation rising up like anything okay now when I heard this I got so so excited so grave you don't know how excited I was it's like I was it's like the pandemic is gone for me and the more I meditated on this and the more I received it by faith and prayed it in faith hallelujah I live in expectation every day. 
every day. I know good things happen every day. I'm not saying there's no longer bad things, but I will not let it affect me anymore. I'm only expecting good things to happen. Amen? So, Rabosoti Yaraha, Kiarabosoto Toyarabasi, Hora City Arabosoto Toyarabasi, Tiarahorosoti Araba, Before we start sharing, I just want to pray for you, okay? Before we start sharing, let me pray for all of you tonight. Thank you, Lord. Yarabosoto Toyara, Kiki Arabosoto Toyaraba, Kiaraha Soto Toyaraha. We're coming to you, Lord. We're opening our hearts to you tonight. We're going to cry out in faith, in faith for your promises, in faith of what you've done for us, Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. You have seen. You have seen what we have all been through. Amen. You have seen the hardships. You have seen the trials. You have seen the pain. You have seen, Lord, the sufferings, the harshness of life. Father, and I thank you, Lord, because you have seen it. Now you're going to rise up for us. Now you're going to rise up and you're saying, this is the year where you're going to meet us where we're at. You're going to meet us at our point of want and our point of need. And I thank you, Lord God. Thank you that you are an all-consuming all fire of love for your people. And you're here for us today. And you're ready to give what we ask of you. Ready to bring us into the new, ready to give us new things, ready, Lord God, to usher us into a brand new season. And I thank you, Father. I thank you that this is your heart for us. And this is not just a teaching. This is your heart for this whole year, for all of us, and for the rest of the family of God. Lord, you have greater things in store for us this year, greater things that we have never seen before, never experienced before. We're believing in, a, in the greater one, in the greater one, the great I am, the all-sufficient one, the ever-present God, where everything comes from. And I thank you, Lord, you are powerful enough to meet all our needs, Lord, uh, because of your great love, because of your great love. And I pray for my dear friends, my sisters, my brothers, Father, that you will all bring us to where you want us to go. Yes, Lord God. Raboso tiki kiaraha soto yarabaha. Korabasiki araho soto toyarabaha. Koyarabo soto toyarabaha. Raboso tiki araha. Koyarabo harabasi yarabaha. 
And I want to say to all of you, He's bringing us in that road where He prepared for us, a road where the light will get brighter and brighter for the righteous ones. It will get brighter and brighter because the glory of God will be upon it. And God is saying to us, we are not people of darkness. We are children of the light. And there is a road, road prepared for us to walk on this year that will get brighter and brighter, filled with the blessings of God, filled with the victories of God. We are also totoira, kikia rahaso totoira baha, koya bahaso totoira baha, koya ha. And in that road, healing will start healing of emotions, healing of memories, healing of our bodies, healing, whatever healing is needed. Restoration will start on that road. Hallelujah. Rabo soto toya rabaha. Kia rabo soti kia haro soto yarabaha. Koya bahayaha. I declare divine reversals will happen, Lord, in that road, road that we will tread on with you, together with you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Horo soti kia ha. Kiara also to Toyara was so Kukora Baha, Kora was so Toyara Hasiki Haro was so Toyara Baha, Hora was so Raha Yaro Yabaha, Hoya Ha, Hoya Ha. God is saved. It is not an accident. You are hearing these words, not an accident. Yara Haso to Toyara Ha, Kora was so to Kuru City Aha, Kora was so to Yaha, Hoya Haya Ha. Receive my love this year. Receive my love this year. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, we receive your love. We receive your grace. We receive your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for 2022. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you. You've not forgotten your people and you've not forgotten your covenant with us. Thank you, Lord. Era sata kia robo soto toyara baha. Koro bo soto toyara baha. Koro bo siya haya baha. Hoya baba baha raba siti tiara ha. Hoya baba baha. Hoya baba baha soto toyara baha. And God is saying, God is saying, I don't know for whom, but God is saying, it is easy. It is easy to go back in that road road where it is filled with light filled with victory it is so easy because it's going going to be done by grace and grace alone by his mercy hallelujah thank you thank you hallelujah Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your great love. Lord, we give you honor. We give you praise. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name.